Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, about 13 minutes each day, and getting us into God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Help somebody grow in their faith and possibly get to heaven. Make that commitment today and start sharing. We're going to get back into our general theme. We're talking about heart troubles, problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective. And in this particular section of our study, we're talking with something that really is ugly, a heart problem that really needs to be put out of everybody's life, and that's prejudice. And I'm not talking about prejudice from only one perspective or one direction. I'm talking about prejudice across the board. And as we've emphasized and looked at examples of through our first three times together in this study, it comes in all four, all kinds of forms, and it comes from all kinds of directions. It is not limited to one particular direction or one particular form of prejudice. It crossed the board. Prejudice is almost always ugly, ugly, and we need to put it out of our hearts. It is a problem of the heart that is ungodly when we're looking at it from that basic negative perspective. And it does not matter what the direction of the prejudice is. It's ugly. Whether somebody is prejudiced against somebody because of the color of their skin or somebody is prejudiced against somebody because of what country they come from or if somebody is prejudiced against somebody because they've got more money than me or they've got less money than me or whether somebody is prejudiced against somebody because they're uneducated, or they're prejudiced against somebody because they're super educated and they're not, or because they live in one part of the country or another. Whatever the direction is, and it comes in all these directions, and we could probably talk about many others as well, prejudice is ugly when we're talking about it from a negative perspective. Well, God holds no prejudice, no prejudice. We looked at our basic text for this study, 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 21. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. And the terms prejudice and partiality are basically synonyms. So without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. God holds no prejudice. God is absolutely good. He is the standard of goodness, and he is absolutely love. He is the standard for true love, and we need to learn from his standards. He offers forgiveness and salvation to everybody who will come to him through Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord and Savior. In Acts chapter 10, verses 34 and 35, Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality or prejudice. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Everybody in all nations, everybody from all backgrounds, everybody coming out of whatever horrible problems they've been experiencing, if they will come to him through Jesus Christ in his way, 
repenting of their sins, confessing their faith in Christ, being baptized for the remission of their sins, God accepts them and forgives them and bestows salvation and eternal life upon them. And his judgment is always and always will be without prejudice, without prejudice. Romans 2 and verse 11, who will render to each one according to his deeds, for there is no partiality or prejudice with God. If you call on the Lord, if you call on the Father, who without partiality, without partiality or prejudice, judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear. 1 Peter 1 and verse 17. God gives us the great standard as to how to think about how to treat and how to deal with other people. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 through 9, there is no partiality with him. Knowing that your own master also is in heaven, there is no partiality with him. When we look at Colossians 3, beginning with verse 22, and here the apostle Paul writes, Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men's pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. You will receive that reward, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality or prejudice. Now, how would we relate this particular specific teaching to our country right now, our culture right now. Let's talk about bosses and and laborers, workers and supervisors. If you're going to take a job, do the job responsibly, with honor. You're being paid a wage to do a particular job. Do that job responsibly and consistently. And if you're a supervisor, treat those whom you supervise respectfully and, again, with honor. Show appreciation back and forth to each other. The laborers to the supervisors, the supervisors to the laborers. Both of you will find your positions a whole lot easier and a whole lot more enjoyable. It's a principle we ought to follow. And what is the standard? Where do we get that standard? From God. God is the standard of how to think about, how to treat, and how to deal with others. With God, there is no partiality, no prejudice. Now, especially within the Lord's church, we need to always think of and treat each other without partiality without prejudice. In James chapter 2, there's a considerable text there that really addresses this. James chapter 2, and I want us to begin reading with actually verse 1. And here James writes, he's writing this to Christians. You know, James is a great book with 
continual instructions to the individual Christian as to how to live his life in the best way. And so verse 1, chapter 2, My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality or prejudice. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention, you pay attention, or you show partiality or prejudice for the one wearing the fine clothes, and say to him, you sit here in a good place, and say to the poor man, you stand there, or sit at my footstool. In other words, you're showing, again, preference, partiality, prejudice toward the person who's really dressed well and presenting a really good appearance as to his clothing and his attire and so on. But you're telling the poor person who may be in filthy clothes or maybe ragged clothes, hey, uh, you, you kind of get over here in a corner someplace. James goes on and says, have you not shown partiality? or prejudice, among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts. Remember what we've said? Prejudice, for the most part, is ungodly. It's ugly. It's evil. James goes on and says, listen, my beloved brethren, has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man because of the way you've treated him, in other words. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Do they not blaspheme the noble name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, in other words, Christianity, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you do well. But if you show partiality, or prejudice, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. <laughs> James lays it out straight and forward, doesn't he? He really puts it out there. And so we need to pay attention to what James writes there because James is writing God's very word. Again, God holds no prejudice. No prejudice. Now, I want us to begin to look at Old Testament scriptures that teach on prejudice, teach against prejudice, against partiality. Exodus 23, beginning with verse 1, we read, and I'm going to highlight here, you shall not show partiality to a poor man in his dispute. Now, the same principle would apply, you shall not show partiality or prejudice to a rich man in his dispute. In other words, just because a person is poor, you don't give him, you don't consider him better in some way just because he's poor. Poverty is not a virtue in and of itself. And at the same time, you don't look at a rich person and say, that, that person, that's a good person there, let me tell you just because he's rich. Wealth is also not a virtue in and of itself. You look at the individual, and without prejudice, you make the judgment call that needs to be made as to what is right 
and what is wrong. We're going to stop here, and we'll look at more Old Testament scriptures that teach the basic principle that we've been looking at through all of these New Testament scriptures. God holds no prejudice, no partiality. Let's pray. Father, the devil always tempts us. He always, he always puts situations before us, plants thoughts in our heads that will lead us away from righteousness and into sin. And prejudice is one of those thoughts that he puts into our mind. Help us, Father, to throw it out immediately, to never let it abide in our hearts. Guide us, bless us, help us to treat people the way we want to be treated, properly, respectfully, righteously. Help us to be the example to all around us of no prejudice. Please, Father, we pray. Forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.